Hello, everybody, and welcome to the No Breaking Podcast. I'm here on location at the Quail, which is, if you might hear in the background, you might hear some pop music, you might hear some engines revving, and you might see some people asking some questions about purchasing a vehicle. But uh, with that being said, I've been able to steal someone away from the Gunther Works book, the booth, I should say, as I'm getting my Gunther mixed up with my booth, and this time it's Kerry Eisenlaw. Kerry, thank you so much for giving me some time here. Sure, thanks for having us. And uh, so, Kerry, why don't you tell me a little bit about what you do in particular for Gunther Works and how you came into the project and sort of started us off from there. Okay. I, I started out, um, I, I met them through, they were focusing on the suspension, the handling of the car. My background is in racing primarily. Uh, I've worked with some other companies in setting up cars to handle well, uh, again, primarily in racing. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, um, I'm starting to get a little bit of a rough start here when I, sure. when I did to try and organize my thoughts, but um, uh, they were going for the limits. They said they wanted something really fast and, and something that had a, gr- a great amount of grip, but it was still compliant. Okay. So that's kind of where we started, and it just went from that point of kind of an open sheet of paper of doing whatever we wanted to do. And so for those people that haven't heard of the car, why don't you give us a bit of a, uh, an idea of where the basis comes from and then how you've managed to take it from the what it normally is to what it is now, which is completely different from what it would originally yeah. start off as. Well, starting from the beginning, we go out and you all have the, uh, the the person wanting the car will buy a 993 to start with. So mm-hmm. we buy a running, driving car. We try to get the best chassis we can get to start with. Um, from that point, the car is torn completely down, blasted, all the undercoat, everything's taken completely off the car. The next step is, is that it goes on to a, uh, a, a car jig, which is a... Uh, uh, it, it's called a. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Look, um, this is where all the tough questions come out now. Yeah. You've had this w- yeah. easily before. Someone's asked you this 12 <laughs> times. You've like not stopped once. But now, yeah, as soon yeah. as it comes, the microphone's in front of you that you've been giving me a hard time on because it's not gold, and now you're like stumbling all over it. Yeah, this is where payback great? comes in. Yeah, you got it. Um, but it's a, it's a uh, um, a jig that'll that'll check every single point on the suspension up to less than a millimeter. Okay. So they'll go through and look. Now, once it's stripped down, you can tell if the car has ever been repaired or worked mm-hmm. on before. If there's a bad panel, it's not repaired. It's it's gone. You go around to all the spot welds. It's completely removed. A brand new factory piece replaces it. Okay. As far back as we have to go back ten panels, it's going to be ten panels, but nothing's going to be repaired. So now you have a perfect chassis to start with. Sure. Then, which is a good base, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Then it's coated in DTM, which is direct to metal. Uh, uh, the, to for rust corrosion and everything else and after that it's going to if, if you can specify the amount of undercoat you want on the car okay. now it's going to get seam sealed yep. it's going to have that stuff done so essentially now we're starting with almost a brand new car and then it goes in and we build it up we will cut out unnecessary brackets things that aren't needed on the car anymore but then now it's specific to the car they're building and we go from that point up and then, so what is the, the, the finished product that we're seeing behind us now? Because last year it debuted here at the Quail, mm. uh, but this year you've got, well, you've got two cars here, one finished and one in the process of being finished off, which are yeah. two quite different, one might say, yeah. in there looking at what they're... So what are we looking at here, the next okay. Yeah, the, the car you saw here last year is what we'd almost call a mule car. Sure. Okay, so it didn't have a lot of the what, what's done here. So now we finally got a car that's finished and, and put completely back together. And then there's been the new improvements so that we've we've gone to, and new enhancements from suspension... It's been there, there have been some upgrades, and we might continue to do some upgrades as we go along. Uh, but it's a full carbon fiber car that's been all put together. And on this car, we actually went to the 15-inch front and rear rotors on the car. Okay. Uh, and this the it's not just the like the Porsche, the PCCB. It's a um, a CCMR 
is what it's called. Uh, and this starts from a full carbon rotor, not the pressed together rotor, but a full carbon rotor. Then it's coated with a ceramic. So it's a very, very, very high quality rotor that we put on the car. And I imagine that really helps in stopping it. Yeah. And it's amazing when you look at it, too, in the front brake pads. I, I've taken a picture of them side by side that it's almost twice the surface area. So it, it also gives better initial braking and it's lighter. You can feel it in the handling of the car because it's, it's actually the wheel is lighter. And I'm assuming if it's getting if it's larger in diameter, larger in size, I should say, it's going to get more air to it. Going to cool it means it's going to be less fade of sorts anywhere you're yeah. doing 100, 200 laps wherever yeah. you're going, and then yeah, you're still yeah. going to not worry about things like that. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. It's an amazing, amazing part that's on there. And so, what else have you been working on specifically? Because you've been brought in on the engineering side. So, where as you've been maybe scraping your knuckles occasionally and trying to? I've been I've been focusing on the suspension, and mm -hmm. and the 993 had an inherent kinematic problem, what it was referred to. And and what that is is essentially the bump steer of the rear of the car. Okay, uh, kinematic being an active. Uh, you know, uh, change, but that that's the same thing as the bump steer. Yep. The, these cars inherently would have uh, they're with rubber parts in them. They, they as they get older, they sag. They're different from side to side. Yep. And when you drive the car, you'll notice you go over bumps that one side might have eighty-five thousandths of bump steer, the other side has thirty-five. Sure. So it's it's a different toe change. So you hit an even bump in the car, puts a little wiggle yep. in it. And, and you don't want, and obviously a, want that at high right. speeds. Yeah, and it's just uncomfortable feeling. Mm -hmm. You know. Uh, so we've gone through in order to do that, and so it doesn't happen in the future too. We've gone to actually gone to rod ends, which okay. is a Teflon line ball. Then we have a rubber weather boot over it on top of that, so that it, it will still work in the weather. But it is it is it is actually rod end on the suspension, and then we've we've also taken and we've lengthened the wheelbase about about uh, 20 millimeters, so we're over just uh, 90 90 inches. Okay. The stock car is 86.4. Okay. Um, so we 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 and then we've transferred a lot of the parts from the electric air conditioning to the uh, electric uh, steering and put all that in the front of the car to move the weight forward in the car too to try and get a little bit better balance out of the car. So what's the sort of balance that we're at now in the car? You got me. But I'm assuming <laughs> yeah. it's better than it was yeah, before. Yeah, it's absolutely better because before you were over 60, and I think we're under 60 right now on the rear half of the car, and we're shooting to get that down to 58 if we can do it. Okay, which is so. obviously, being it's a rear engine car here, it's yeah. like, it makes it difficult to always push some of that weight up front at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, no. And it makes the car, it makes it happier when you're trying to, when you get it a little bit loose and you go to correct the car, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't want to come around on you quite as hard. It's like you can steer it sideways a little bit easier when you're, this car, you can, you can drift this car. Well, that's, that's yeah. always good to know for those people yeah. that buy this car that are yeah. going to be set out there drifting yeah. on the yeah. on the weekends. <laughs> so then, um, where did you put this through the paces then to work on the suspension? Was that all done in-house on machines, or did you actually go and spend some time on the road, the track, things like that? Yeah, we, we, we built the suspension, with, uh, and um, uh, most of that was engineered and designed, and it's also been experienced from myself. My background is, is I worked with race cars back in the 90s and worked with the original GT2 factory cars and okay. stuff. So I have some experience from that. And then things I've thought about over the over the years, and then when you go into the newer cars, you watch how they corrected certain things. Sure. You look at some of that, and we've tried to apply as much of that as we can. Now, we've taken the car up to a couple of different racetracks so far and spent some time with the car. Um, we're, we are going to have it set up, so we're going to have a recommended sheet that's going to tell you what we recommend for street driving uh -huh. and what we recommend for spirited driving and possibly then for racetrack, weekend, DMEs, things like that. Um, and so even though we're focusing quite a bit on, on race car right now, it's really hard to drive a car legally street on the streets of course, and go fast. It's, it's, honestly, it's a little uncomfortable yeah, taking yeah. it for a long ride. Yeah, and um, so what we're, we're, we're trying to do is... is get as much input from other people driving the car 
the car is extremely adjustable, what mm -hmm. we can do to it. So what I was going to ask you then, how easy is it for you to make the adjustment? If you were the owner of this car, how easy is it for you to make the adjustment yourself? We're, we're trying to do it so that it's going to be mostly done through shocks. Okay. And right now we are changing different springs, and it might be the extreme might be where you actually will go to a stiffer spring because at one point you're just going to need to do that. Yep. But we, we are finding in the testing of it that because it has zero bump steer, we're, we're actually able to run fairly soft springs on it. And, Ooh, that's and, good then, yeah. Yeah, and so we can make a very compliant car where before when you do that and you have lots of bump steer, the car just doesn't feel right on soft springs. Mm -hmm. So now what we're going to do is we're looking at bringing up on a large amount of compression on the, on the shocks and so that we can stiffen the car up that way and make it very compliant still even on the racetrack. Now, it might be uh, a tick, uh, I'm going to say a few tenths or as much as a second slower, uh, but it's still very drivable on the track. But we're not driving in full competition, so we're not worried about that last second. Yeah. But the car's capable of it, and we're also going to test it at that range sure, and then with all, professional drivers. And if you have someone in the passenger seat, maybe they would rather it didn't go those close to that one second, and so you've, yeah. you've got some compromises here yeah. to be made. So we're trying to make us forgiving, and like I said, we're focused on all the race heritage, and we want to make sure the car will. We ultimately, I'm sure, will go out and do some comparison laps uh -huh. to see what it can do. But at the end of the day, 80%, 90% of what we're doing is we want the people who are the type of people who are going to buy a car like this, that the type of driving they're going to do, I want their input. I don't want the race car driver's input at that sure. point. You so. want someone's going to throw it around maybe the canyons? Yeah, yeah, because they're going to drive it differently than a race car person is. Yeah, maybe. You know, the and there's times where you have, you know, they might want a little more understeer than uh, the race car driver might want to drive a little Especially more Especially when they're going out for that coffee in the morning. Yeah. And then, so we did touch on the weight difference between the two, but how much is it, uh, this car lighter than the original? The original car is over 3,000 pounds, and I'm and not sure the exact number. This car is about 2,600. And that's still with all the creature comforts in. Yes, yes, and that's still with air conditioning, power windows, uh, you know, the heater, radio. Yeah. Uh, it still has pretty much everything you want in the car. You know, no sunroof, but that's... Uh, Who there's, wants a sunroof? Yeah, that's weight that's up high in these particular cars. That's about 45 pounds of weight that we took out of the ceiling of yeah. the car doing that. Yeah. I mean, if you want, you just wind the window down and stick your head out the side. That's all yeah, I say. It's go. much easier there that way, go. and it's free and cheaper, and it's lined away. That's right. So, Kerry, what, um, what, how many, I mean, today I should say when I get myself tongue-tied, we're at the, the quail. So how do you feel the car's been received so far? Since well, This is now, we're talking like 2 o'clock in the afternoon almost, and it's been up here since about 8 a.m. It was yeah. unveiled at 10. Yeah. How has it been received by the public? I, I think quite, quite, quite well. It looked and like Jay Leno liked it, and you were stolen yeah, away yeah, from yeah. me. This was delayed by <laughs> Jay Leno. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, the, the people have, have really taken to it. And I think the car this year is definitely shows better than the car did last year because we've had time to prepare and get to the next step. And that's what we've noticed some is, is, is people looking at it saying that I saw the car last year, I like it. This car, I have to have it. Yeah. You know, that's the, the difference of it's nice to I have to have it suddenly. And so we're really happy with that response. Yeah, and so with that being the case, if anyone wants to listen to this podcast and say, I have to have this car, mm. where should they go and who should they, what do they need to do there at that point? They were, they were to go to Gunther Works, and uh, you can go online and, and look up guntherworks.com, or you can call them up down at uh, uh, in Garden Grove, and uh, you could probably ask for Peter or Nick, and... Uh, They'd get your say, checkbook out. Yeah, and they'd say, sign you up. What do you want? That's right. What, yeah, what are the specifications yeah. here? The, yeah, we'll do it. We're looking at probably a 9 to 11 month build on the cars right now. That was going to be my next question. Sorry. So, yeah. So, no, no, that's fine. I like when you do your, my, your job for me. It's great. <laughs>
So nine to eleven months from or make placing an order to getting the cut delivered. Yeah, and there's there's other things that have variations. Like I said, if we get a car, we had a one of the cars came in. The guy says, "It looks everything's perfect on it. This is the donor car. We want to use it." And we got it up on the, the jig, and then it was like, and it was another two months. Yeah, you know, because it, it has to be done right. And some of the parts were hard to order and stuff. So we, you know, so we give a, a little thing, but we're realistic. We have a really good facility, and I think we can stay on that. And so, what's the number of cars you're looking to do a year then? Uh, of this particular car, we're looking to only make 25 of these cars. Oh, in total? Every single, yeah, and every single car is going to be a different color combination. We're mm -hmm. not going to allow two cars to be built the same. And 25, it's going to be done, and we're going to go back and think about what do we want to do next. Uh, and then I guess it's up to you to decide what suspension do you want to work on next. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, thank you so much for making the time today. Sure. Since you've got so many people like lining up now to ask you engineering questions about this, <laughs> I'll let you go. But uh, I'll make sure that anyone that wants to come can certainly go maybe speak to you in the future about this if they've okay. got the questions on the engineering side. Okay. But thank you so much to the guys at Gunter Works. And if anyone wants to find me, you can obviously find me at nobreaking.com or at nobreaking on Facebook and Instagram. So great. thank you so much, Karen. You have a great rest of your day. Thank you very much. And I hope my mumbling wasn't uh, uh, too annoying. No, it was absolutely fantastic. So great. thank you so much, Karen. Bye-bye.